How to create professional interior rendering with Fire for SketchUp in the weekend without burning your valuable time trying to figure things out on your own. Are you someone that constantly struggling when it comes to interior rendering with Fire for SketchUp? Hey, Renato here, and in this video, I want to share with you how to create professional interior rendering with Fire for SketchUp. So back on 2008, when I just getting started in this industry, I used SketchUp and Fire, and somehow I really frustrated when it comes to interior rendering because. I try to teach myself and just like everyone else, trying to find the resources on the YouTube. And as you know, YouTube is the number one resources and very powerful resources when it comes to tutorial. But here's the thing, when you watch one video, you will definitely get suggested suggestion video from YouTube and somehow from the title, it's really, really uh, important and you decided to watch that video and somehow you always get another suggested video and in one day somehow you uh, spend lots of hours just to look at the video or watch the videos and somehow you're getting more confusion when or how to start so back then i also really frustrated with those kind of thing and somehow i decided to stop watching uh, YouTube for a while and create my own framework. So today I want to share with you this framework so you can start to create your own professional rendering with this step-by-step -step framework. There are nine step framework that I want to share with you today which is number one. The first step is to find an image reference or lots of reference. You can get the reference from IG or Facebook or but the number one uh, resource for reference I always use CG Architect and trying to find the professional rendering from a big studios or some professional artists and then trying to break down their image like always try to be begin with the end of mind so every big art company or professional artists always start with the story which is the the end result so after you know what kind of story that they are trying to deliver on their image try to deconstruct their step from the very end and then uh, until the very very first step which is the modeling so the second step is always use a physically correct model in this case if you are creating interior rendering make sure all your object is created based on a physically correct model every uh, like table always have a like round corner if you have tile make sure you have the group and if you have like a cabinets make sure you always give the gap not just by having line in SketchUp which is it's not going to work make sure you have the decent gap and the third step is to use correct texture 
Interior and exterior have a different texture. Interior more is more clean, like cleaner texture than exterior because uh, for exterior they always use most of the time is like the rustic things because the material is like a destroyed with the because of the sun. So that is the difference between interior and exterior. If you are doing interior rendering, make sure you are using the texture for interior, which is the clean one. And then always use the proper size. Do not overscale it or underscale it. Just make sure uh, it looks like uh, like as if in the real world. So like for example, if you use wood texture for the your floor planks, you need to make sure that the floor planks have a like a precise size, which is eight centimeter or uh, an eight centimeter uh, width and like 180 centimeter length. So make sure that you your wood texture also fit with that plank. So the step number one before we continue uh, to the shader, which is, is actually really important because on the shader part, uh, you will have to do like rendering test. So just to make sure everything is easier for you to create the shader, make sure on the color mapping, which is Fire Force Casab always use color mapping Reinhardt, make sure that the burn value is zero. Never use one because uh, that going to give you like a burning highlight, which is if you use zero, the highlight will be compressed, which is going to help you a lot when creating a photorealistic material. And then the next step, which is the step number five, always use realistic material for your shader. Realistic material means everything in this world always have Fresnel. So what is Fresnel? Fresnel is like a reflection that when you look at the like a perpendicular which is uh, always have less reflection. If you look at some angle it looks more reflective. So that is those kind of thing it's called Fresnel. That is why you always need to use Fresnel. And step number six is frame your scene as if you are a photographer. That, to frame your scene, make sure that you learn about camera, which is the focal length, which is the lens, and also about the exposure. And the other things that really important is the composition, which is there are several rules like rule of third and any other kind of rule. You can start with the rule of third first. And then step number seven. I almost forgot with the, the numbers. I, I'm really bad with numbers. So step number seven is to light up your scene. So the best way to start uh, when you, it comes to lighting, always use the Fire Sky and the Fire Sun, which is you, in SketchUp, you always can use the daylight system. Do not use the SGRI for your very first attempt. I know SGRI can help you to create a photorealistic uh, rendering, but it's going to give you more confusion 
if you are just getting started. So even though in my production, even in my production, I always use Firisan and Firisky because it makes things easier. HDRI, I always use for blue hour or dust. So for morning, daytime, like evening or afternoon, I always use uh, Firisan and Firisky. It makes things easier. And do not use fake light. Always use like uh, physically correct lighting. And then make sure that you understand about primary lighting and secondary lighting. Which is primary lighting is the Fides Sun and the Fides Sky. And secondary lighting is your dawn light, spotlight, hidden light. And those kind of things is uh, always the secondary light. Make sure that your primary light is always the main source of your lighting in your scene. And then your secondary light is only as a field light. And step number eight. Because right now, V-Ray is already V-Ray 5 for uh, V-Ray for SketchUp. There is light mix feature. Then always use light mix when it comes to uh, lighting. Oh, it always help a lot when you can, if you need to adjust your lighting at the end of the rendering, after you do the rendering, it help you to adjust the lighting really fast. And you don't need to re-render your image anymore. And the last step is, which is the post-production. I know uh, there are lots of pro and cons out there. Lots of people say that or try to create everything as good as possible on the rendering side so you don't have to use post-production. But here's the thing, post-production there or created for some reason. One of them is to push or improve your image to a different level. That is why there are rendered elements in V-Ray, right? So you can use the rendered elements to add more detail on your, post, your image on the post-production side. So that is why I always encourage everyone to use post-production. Even though it's just adding adjustment layer like brightness or contrast. Even though it's only one step, but it always helps your image look even better. So those are the framework or the nine steps that I always use uh, when I started even even until now and I also use this framework when I recruit a new artist so I hope you enjoyed this video and brought value to you and please don't forget to like share and comment or subscribe to our channel so you can get notification every time we upload a new video and don't forget to tag your friend on the comment below so they can get the benefit of this video and see you on the next video.